This is the 421st episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, the podcast from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that gives you everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. I'm D. Orlando Ledbetter, the Falcons beat reporter for the AJC. The Falcons in a come-from-behind victory today, 21-19 over the Houston Texans. Quarterback Desmond Ritter drove them down the field. With one minute and 49 seconds left, Young Wei Koo came on with two seconds left to kick the game winner over the Houston Texans, 21-19 for the Atlanta Falcons. If you're listening to us for the first time, please make sure to follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Bowtie Chronicles from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, let's get right to it. I know you all want to hear from the Falcons after this 21 to 19 victory over the Houston Texans with quarterback Desmond Ritter throwing for a career high in yardage. Here is Arthur Smith assessing Desmond Ritter. Uh, Coach, could you discuss the play of uh, Desmond Ritter? Pretty damn good. Could you elaborate, elaborate, please? Sure. (laughs) He told me to assess it. Now you want me to elaborate? Uh, Absolutely. You know, the thing I think about Des and a lot of young quarterbacks, I think what you saw today was two pretty good young quarterbacks. You know, and we, we, you know, not what you want to give up a touchdown there. The defense played well all day, but that's what good teams do. You find a way. We had our timeouts. You know, you practice those situations. He was about as cool as you can, you can see. I, a lot of times I, I just look at players and that look in his eye and all our guys, and they executed the plan took control of the situation, and then when he needed to deliver one, we, we got the look we wanted, he did, and, and Drake came down with it and essentially ended the game, and then Ku comes out and, you know, he managed the situation, and he, we got the most clutch kicker in the league, and we go home with a win. So, you know, I think what it says a lot about him, D-Led, it's a tough job to be a quarterback in this league. That's what they sign up for. That's why you know, a lot of those guys are well compensated. It takes a special mindset. He's got the right mindset, but we know there's a lot of work to do. I mean, if we all of a sudden think we've got all the answers today and we don't you know, continue to, to improve and grow, well, you'll get humbled pretty quick. So we're not going to take any victory laps, but very pleased. And it was, it was great to see uh, his response this week. Yeah, the Falcons improved to 3-2 and two on the season. A rebound win after two losses by the Atlanta Falcons. This win snapped a two-game losing streak. Now, it was touch and go because it wasn't a, a, a well-played game. Three penalties right before the half. Let the Texans get in the field goal range. 
and give them a 9-7 lead. They took points off the board. Uh, they came out and fumbled the ball on their first two possessions. But with, even with all that going on, they were able to overcome and get the victory here today. Here's Arthur Smith on those penalties. They happened, and we got to clean those up. Clean those up. That hasn't been our history. You know, the personal foul that probably that was at least a three-point swing, and on, on a guy that's uncharacteristic. But he did. It did happen. And so, look at the bottom of it. You know, the same thing with fine line when you're working the situation. The one they called on David at the end. I know we, they were already in field goal range. Those are things we got to eliminate, um, and we will, and we'll continue to work. We got the right guys in the locker room. Yeah, the personal foul was on Drew Dahlman. Unnecessary roughness hitting after the play. Took him out of field goal range from the 34 to the 44. Had to punt. Then the uh, pass interference on Jeff Fakuda uh, helped the Texans move down the field. Then Anumata was touching the ball. They were already in field goal range. They were trying to match up and uh, uh, match up personnel, and uh, he caught a, he got a penalty for, for that. So those three penalties helped the Texans take a lead. Uh, and the um, you know, fumbles there. B. John Robinson had one, and so did John New Smith to stop two drives to start the third quarter. Now, here is uh, what quarterback you know, folks wanted to run Desmond Ritter out of town last week after uh, uh he threw two interceptions in London. Uh, the Falcons hadn't scored but one touchdown in the last two games against Detroit and Jacksonville. Uh, you know, Detroit's perhaps the hottest team in the league, and Jacksonville is a playoff team, so. Uh, you know, uh, we thought they were going to struggle in those games anyway. But here is what Desmond Ritter said about uh, his week of preparation. Yeah, this was, you know, a week just like any other week. Um, you know, came into work every single day, um, just trying to improve, just trying to get better. Um, you know, we knew that, you know, they were just going to try to make us, you know, force and, and do something bad. And as long as we just played within our game and played with what we did and what we do, um, you know, we'd be able to be able to have an advantage. And also, you know, uh, we wanted to know from Desmond what the difference was from the last couple of weeks when they couldn't pass and couldn't score. I think it was just our ability to be able to go up there and just keep moving the ball forward. Um, you know, in the past couple of weeks, you know, you might have something go wrong or turnover, whatever it may be. Um, and then that next drive or whatever it is, you know, you're not able to get the ball moving. You're not able to change field position. Um, so for us, you know, when things that go wrong, we're able to come back out there and move the ball down the field. Um, and so that, you know, that's really the biggest difference, you know, and you talk about these last, you know, couple of weeks, whatever it may have been. And you look at today, no, we didn't, you know, that first drive didn't go how we wanted, but obviously came out the second drive was able to go. Um, and then there was a period of time where, you know, there were a, a roll of punts that we had to get off. Um, so, you know, going back, looking at it, those are the things where if we can get out of that lull um, and just keep our foot on the gas from the jump, you know, we'll be good to go. Desmond Ritter taking through some of the key uh, points of the game. Here is what he had to say about uh, the two-minute drive. Yeah, they can go win the game. Uh, you know, don't don't try to force anything. You don't have to try to force anything. You got plenty of time. Uh, just take what they give you, which I did. You know, they played a lot of off and soft, a lot of access, you know, banged a couple to Drake um, and just got the ball moving. You know, first play, come out, drop back. Um, you know, they drop Bijan in the flat, just give it to him. He goes, makes seven, eight yards. Um, and that's all it's about in two minutes. It's about keeping the ball moving, getting that first, first down, never trying to force anything. Um, and that's what we did. Like I said, you know, our O-line gave did a heck of a job right there at the end, two minutes. It, you know, picking up all protections and, and, you know, not giving anything up. And, you know, we were able to take advantage of that. There he is, Desmond Ritter, the Falcons quarterback, who's now 5-4 uh, and four as a starter in the National Football League. Here is kicker Youngway Koo on his game winner. 
Um, as soon as they scored the touchdown and kicked that PAT, I knew that we had three timeouts, plenty of time to drive down there and give, give us uh, give us a chance. So um, just getting my mind right, getting ready to go. I think you got to embrace those situations because uh, it is what it is at the end of the day. Um, for you know kickers, you got to make those kicks um, to help the team. But I mean, every every kick matters. But those kicks, you know, guys fought their asses off the whole four quarters, and you don't want to go out there and team, let the team down. So um, I'll try to embrace it as much as I can. Yeah, there he is, Coach Carter, the clutch kicker in the league. So shook off some early season woes and be back on track. Here's tight end Kyle Pitts, who uh, had a big day today for the Falcons. Here's what he said about his belief in Desmond Ritter. Inside the building, we all know what we can do. And we, we stand behind that, so we, we know it's coming. He said we knew it was coming, uh, so there it is. You know, Kyle's a little short, but hey, get to the point. Uh, let's move on. Here's Kyle Pitts on being more involved in the offense. I mean, it's, it's always good contributing to the offense. You know, whenever we can, the opportunity comes our way. So this is a tight end room. We just try and do our thing and come together and help the offense. And uh, one of the big uh, unsung heroes here in this game was left tackle Storm Norton. He was signed on a Tuesday before they left for London. He's been getting a crash course in the offense and had to go out there and play some right tackle today after Kayla McGarry went down with a knee injury. Here is Storm Norton on having his number called. You just gotta you gotta treat the week like you're gonna be the starter. And uh, that's what being a professional is all about is, is one man goes down, the next man's gotta step up and 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 the offense shouldn't skip a beat. So yeah, it felt good being out there. Hey, how um, how uh, quick did you get up to speed with everything? I know when you come in, they got a four speed and all that. Yeah, I mean it's it's been a crazy week, no doubt. Mm -hmm. um, kind of getting here on last Tuesday and then mm -hmm. going to London. But again, that's it's a testament to the coaches and kind of how we we stress the game plan throughout the week and, and the schemes and the looks that we're expecting to get. Mm -hmm. And uh, like you said, it's just all about being a professional, and it's, it's our job that we're expected to go out there and perform. Mm -hmm. So that's just something that, you know, you got to apply a little extra work, you know, being here for a short term. All right, Storm Norton, right tackle, came in for Caleb McGarry. Now, Coach noted that after the game, McGarry was riding a bike, which he said usually means there's good news and possibly no structural damage there to the knee. So we'll keep track of that. Uh, you know, as the injury report comes out on Wednesday, we'll check with them on Monday, tomorrow at 1, uh, to see if there are any updates on him. Caleb McGarry, who left the game and was re replaced by Storm Norton. Let's hear from uh, defensive end Calais Campbell on the defense's performance here today. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, we had a great game plan, you know, um, and uh, I think we executed pretty well. I still don't like giving the last drive, though. You know, <laughs> that one still hurts, but we'll, we'll watch the tape. We'll figure it out. But this defense is special. You know, we have a chance to be really, really good. I feel like we're just scratching the surface on how good we can be. You know, we've been playing good football, you know, no doubt about it, but there's definitely better football there for us. All right. No, they held them to four field goals, then that late touchdown. Uh, you know, once you take the lead, you want the defense to uh, close the door, put their foot down get after the rookie quarterback, and they left uh, Dalton Schultz open, wide open up the seam there. Uh, Jesse Bates and uh, and uh, and Richie Grant kind of, you know, talking a little bit after that. They can't have them breakdowns. They had a, had one in Detroit, and this is another one. So uh, they'll get that fixed, you know, tighten that up. Defense got to go get the quarterback at that point. We haven't seen a lot of sacks. We'll, 
we won't go all negative Nelly today on the sacks, but um, you know, that's when the defense has to step up and put their foot down and finish the game. And they didn't finish it. And you needed to come back down the field and get a, uh, a winning game winning field goal. So they did it, but yeah, the defense, um, yeah, they they got yeah, they can't do that. When you get a lead late, you gotta close it out. They didn't close. All right, now um let's go to Drake London on Desmond Ritter. It does a lot. Um, I mean, he already has the confidence. He, he's already that leader. And um, this game is just another another building block to his resume. I mean, I don't think we needed to see it. We've already seen his clutchness and, and what he's about. Um, but at the same time, like, it's another building block to go and, and just keep on backing our boy. This is the Bowtie Chronicles from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're back here from the break. And the Atlanta Journal-Constitution has a special offer for our podcast listeners. If you subscribe today, you can get six months of unlimited digital access for just 99 cents. That's all of our sports coverage, politics, breaking news, investigations, food, and dining, and so much more on AJC.com. Plus access to our e-paper and an assortment of newsletters. So join our community by going to subscribe.ajc.com backslash podcast. That's subscribe.ajc.com backslash podcast. So you always know what's really going on. All right, here, let's wrap up with some notes and then some uh, some feedback from our Twitter mailbag here. Uh, we asked you after the game, so what do y'all think? Of this win by the Falcons, question mark, ready to roll with Ritter. So we had, uh, oh, 198 likes and over 80 responses. So we don't have time to read all those, but we'll get to some of them. Let's uh, look at the notebook here for the notes on the Falcons. All right. It was uh, the offense recorded a season best 447 total net yards. The Falcons improved to 3-0 at home for only the eighth time in franchise history and the first time since 2015. That was Dan Quinn's first year. The Falcons offense recorded more than 445 net total yards for the second time this season. They had 446 in week two versus Green Bay. The uh, offense had three players. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and Jonu Smith record at least six receptions at 60 yards receiving for the first time since week one in 2020. 
And that trio was Russell Gage, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley. The uh, Falcons defense limited Houston to 4 of 13, 30.8% on third downs, the lowest third down percentage for the Texans this year. Houston was held to 1 of 6 on third down attempts in the first half, their lowest third down conversion percentage in the first half since week 12 of 2020 against Las Vegas when they were um, at 16.7%. The Falcons' defense limited Houston to 1-3 of three in the red zone. And Desmond Ritter served as the sixth captain for game day for the Atlanta Falcons. Let's look at Desmond's numbers here. He completed 28 of 37 for a career-high 329 yards, completed 75.7% of his passes, one touchdown, 111.2 passer rating. He also had four carries for 10 yards, including a rushing touchdown. Ritter's 329 yard pa- yards passing are the most for a Falcons quarterback since week six of 2020 versus the Vikings when Matt Ryan went for 371. He also became the second quarterback in Falcon history to throw for more than 300 yards with one, with one rushing touchdown and no interceptions without being sacked, joining Matt Ryan in the 2017 NFC Championship game against Green Bay. Uh, one of the biggest wins in Atlanta Falcon history, right next to the win in Minnesota to go to the other Super Bowl. Bijan Robinson recorded 58 yards from scrimmage. They, they locked the running game down like Jimmy Ward told us. Uh, you know, hey, they got receivers. We don't know if they're going to use them. But they did lock down Bijan and um, Tyler Algier. They had a lot of carries. They had to stick with it, but it was a lot of one-yards one, one yards and uh, no-yard gains there. Bijan had 46 rushing, 12 receiving. Uh, Keith Smith caught a career long of 28 yards in the second quarter. Uh, Ritter said that was his best throw. The, the play wasn't designed that way, but they kind of – Went a little schoolyard on that when he got it up the field at 28, uh, 28 yards to Keith Smith. So uh, he spotted it and got it to him. Pitts led the way with 87 yards receiving on seven receptions. Uh, that was his third game with at least seven catches. London had six for 78, including a 32-yarder in the fourth quarter at the big 23-yard to get him into field goal range at the end. Sunday was his seventh career game with six or more receptions. Jonu Smith had a career high with six receptions and for the second straight week, and he finished with 67 yards. Uh, Nate Lanham led the way on defense with seven tackles and one quarterback hit, and Jeff Facunda had six total tackles. Also injury-wise, um, A.J. Terrell left the game with a uh, concussion or or examined for a concussion, went to the blue tent, and then um, he he returned to the action. He returned to the action. So before we get out of here, let's uh, look at some of your comments, post-game comments from the fans about the Falcons' win over the Houston Texans 21-19. We have a note here from Reverend James Major. Reverend James Major Woo. He says, a complete game by Ritter. That's my QB. 
Andre Jackson, one of our regulars, she says, need consistency in his play, but my issue is more with coaching decisions. Call plays to Ritter's strength and look for ways for him to get the ball to his playmakers on offense. I thought that's what they did today. Okay, David Moore. Now, can he play well on the road? Well, you don't have to find that out until they go to Tampa in two weeks. They're home again next week against the Washington Commanders. Richard Gonzalez, good win against an okay opponent. We barely got by. So much work to do on offense. Okay. Jay Force, objectively speaking, as a Raider fan who, who lives in Atlanta, this is the best game he's played since he's been in the NFL. Hopefully the young kid can build on it because the verdict is still out on if he's the guy long-term in Atlanta. In my humble opinion, been bossed up. Legit franchise quarterback. Who is Justin Fields? Question mark. Who is Kyler Murray? This is Desmond Ritter. Okay, okay. Bossed up is, woo. Bossed up is really bossing up there. And last one here, we'll go with uh, Manny Johnson. Let's wait and see, man. One game. All right, one game is correct. The Falcons win 21-19 here at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They announced the tickets distributed at 69-something, whatever. But, you know, I don't um, – that's what they're distributed. They don't – I don't know why they don't give us who came in the building. But um, – because I would report that. But um, ticket distributed means, you know, that's kind of vague on, you know, who attended the game and so forth. But here we are. The Falcons are three and two, set to host the Washington Commanders, who got uh they'll come in here ticked off. And we know Ron Rivera will have them ready to play. We know Eric Bienemy will have them ready to play. They didn't like getting getting embarrassed by the Bears on national TV on Thursday night. So this will be a tough one on Sunday. We'll be back midweek to help you uh, get ready for that one. We'll preview the Falcons' next opponent. The Washington Commanders will be in here Sunday for 1 p.m. kickoff. But for now, enjoy the fact that the Falcons are 3-2 and two and came away with a thrilling 21-19 victory today over the Houston Texans. Take care and have a great week. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. From the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, The Monica Pearson Show. When you look at what you've become, what has it cost you? Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most powerful influencers, as you've never heard them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop story. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.